0: Alright, everyone, before we kick off today's episode,
1: we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro fantasy sports
0: platform. Champions Round is the only round based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So, They break up the season into small chunks,
1: giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and, of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on. Download
0: the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is
1: very important. It's very important use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free and that's 22 like the king, Derrick Henry.
0: Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right, and now
1: let's get into today's episode. Everybody, it's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we are, fo- we are truly in the throes of of contention for playoffs right now, Michelle. Um, I know that before we turn the mics on, we were talking a little bit about some of our leagues and how we're in a really tight spot coming up on week ten here, but. It's uh, it's no joke. We're actually, we're we're really in the thick of it. How are how are you feeling going into this week?
0: I, I mean, I'm nervous. I'm excited, but mostly excited. Yeah, it's it's we're a few weeks away from playoffs, like four or five weeks away. You got to get into your spot, and uh, even get a mm-hmm. get a buy if you could be that good and lucky. But you also now's the time to be scrounging on those waivers and uh, and see if you can make some you know some good long term bets. But also you got to focus on the road right in front of you. So I don't know. I'm excited. Uh we've got quite the race now going on in our DQ league uh with we do. me we do. Me, you, my hubby and one other player in our league all sitting at 6 and 3. Um, not in that order, though. Not in that order. No, not in that order. I'm just literally telling people that there's multiple people at six and three. That that is mm-hmm. all.
1: But you can mm-hmm. you can tell the order. Go ahead. I will. I uh, I overtook Michelle this week in fantasy football, nice and work. I am one happy gal. Nice I'm a happy gal. But here's the here's the tough part. Even though we joke and we're going head to head, and 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 that's all fine and good. When we pass each other in the rankings is always fun. Um, the the more interesting part of this week, I think is that you are playing the number one seed and I'm playing the number two seed indeed. So we've got something to prove. This is huge.
0: This is a big week. This is important because three, like all the teams that are sitting ahead of me, I'm playing one of them and the other two are showing off. So two of these teams have to lose. I'm hoping it's not Mm -hmm. mine, but two teams above me, are going to lose this week and that could mm-hmm. be good as long as I am not one of them.
1: <laughs> as long as you are not one of them. This same, is, could go one you. of two ways. Same this for could you. go one of two ways. Yeah, yes. I know.
0: I know, but it's uh yeah, it's getting down to the wire here. Lots of teams at 6 and 3. There's a couple stragglers down at the bottom for us. And uh you know, we uh we've got a top 6 that make the playoffs in our league. So mm-hmm. Um, it's getting, it's getting there. It's getting tough. I'm a little nervous about my matchup. Uh, I am playing an undefeated player, but in all honesty, I really think the only reason that he is undefeated is because he hasn't played a good enough team. He literally Mm. has had like no Mm. points scored against him. And you know what? My team's coming to score points this week. Tom Brady's back. I'm wearing my Tom Brady goat sweatshirt and... He's back, and oh, he—he's yeah. been my guy, and I've struggled without him. And this is it. This is the week number one team you have not faced a team as good as mine. It's going down. It's
1: going down. It's going down for real. It's going down for real. Woo, baby! <laughs> yeah. Um. And then on the other side of this coin, I'm uh, I'm playing your hubby, who is—I mean, whose team actually looks quite good. Um. So we're pretty evenly matched. We're both six and three Oof. and the and projection we... is the projection is close Woo. and the projection is close and our points four this season we are three points off in total oh so we are like two of the highest scoring teams in the league uh i think i'm second highest scoring points four, and then uh your hubby is is the number one scorer in our Man, league. Man, this is so. a big
0: week. This is a really, yeah. this is a very big week. You know, I am seeing a lot of cues next to a lot of players on hubby's uh, uh, lineup right now. So mm. that's a little scary for him <sighs> and, and good for you.
1: <laughs> we'll see if it holds. It's it's hard to say until game time because uh, we we've got, you know, today's Friday when this is dropping. And we've still got time to figure out some big moves, some big trades, some big people to pick up. Um, so I think, you know, we should just go ahead and get right into it. Let's talk about, yes, we should get into it for
0: sure. Oh, do you, you don't have a, just one thing. I'm looking, I'm looking at Kate for a just one thing. She doesn't have, okay, fine. Then moving on. This is almost sort sort of a miracle. Kate does not have one
1: extra thing. She's so excited. She just wants to talk about football. No, no, no. The the thing that the just one thing for today is we, I, I just want to talk about football I, because game. I I too have had a lot of questionables lots of cues lots of irs lots of covid in the little red next to uh <laughs> next year yahoo app so let's just talk football that's my just one thing Done. um because we're we've got there are a lot of options this week and uh there's a lot of ways to get cute on the waiver but i think it's also a good time to start trading so um the reason that we trade and we waiver is because there are a bunch of noteworthy injuries whether it's ir covid or otherwise Oy. um where do we start? Where does one start? I mean, right. I, I am personally feeling it with three people. Yeah. Like between Chase Edmonds, Devonte Parker, and <sighs> Chase Claypool are all on my roster, and those are all cues and, and, and things. There's
0: definitely a lot of things to keep your eye on. I will also say um, I apologize to our listeners last week because... Even though Miami beat Houston, that game did not go as I had planned. Tua did not play. Devontae Parker did not play. Those guys were both our starts last week. So we apologize. Didn't see that one coming. I found out Tua was out, like, Sunday morning along with everybody else. So that sucked. Um, Anyway, they won the game, and Kate and I have them in our Survivor. So that was a plus. But uh, definitely some minuses on our start-sit calls from last week right there. But... Um, Mm. as everyone knows, we record this on Thursday. You are listening to it on Friday. Keep all of these names on the top of your list of things to be paying attention to over the weekend, because a lot of these are not final results yet. Mm. Nick Chubb on the COVID list. However, they're saying that he has been vaccinated. And so they're awaiting Two positive, or sorry, two negative test results within 24 hours.
1: Two positive. Not too positive. No, no, you
0: don't want that. Like, then you're definitely. So, a little bit of a tricky situation with Nick Chubb. Not sure what's going to happen there. Zach Moss in concussion protocol. Damian Harris in concussion protocol. You mentioned Chase Edmonds and Devontae Parker. Chase Claypool is also uh, a questionable. So, uh, a lot of these are not final final, with the exception of of Devontae Parker and Chase Edmonds. But, Keep an eye. These are big names, and they are big question marks right now, which sucks for planning purposes, but read up every day, see what happens through Friday, through today, and even even into tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen with some of these guys. Um, And then our four teams on by this week, the Bears, no one cares. The Giants, no one cares. The Texans, no one cares. The Bengals, I'm sad the Bengals are on by, Um, but I think those guys need a break. They need to regroup. Joey and team need to regroup. The rest of those teams, if they're on bye, you're probably not playing any of those guys anyway, so it's just another week.
1: Now, okay, I know I said I didn't have just one thing, but now that you just said... (laughs) But actually... you just said bye, but but what had happened was... (laughs) No, let me... um, Just give me one second. I do have just one thing. I got a thing. Uh, It just occurred to me when you're reading through bye weeks that... Bears are on this list and no one cares. Now (laughs) I have to tell you, you like my rhyme? I've been looking. I've been, I've been looking for a reason to sit Allen Robinson. And first of all, there's a lot of reasons to sit him. First of all, justice for Allen Robinson. (laughs) This is like, holy shit. This poor, poor man is stuck (laughs) on the worst team that I have ever seen play football. Fact. So I've been like struggling to start him every week. But I will say, I must thank him. I I feel really good sitting him this week because of this bye week. But he won me my game last week when he was projected for 5.17 points. That was his projection in our league last week. Not
0: to be exact or anything.
1: Not to be exact, but let's (laughs) really hit it on the head. I needed just about, I think it was six points almost on the nose to win. And by the time we got to... You know, I'm watching, I'm trying not, I I don't watch my fantasy lineups during these games, like Monday and Thursday night. I can't I don't even understand
0: that mentality. I check the morning after. I I, wish I had any sort of self-control to do that.
1: I I just can't look until it's over and then I will check. Otherwise, I will only stare at my app and wait for three hours to see how the points go up. Very fair. So um, I watch my, I, I open my app, I check the number and I'm watching the game. On, in real life, so I'm not watching the app. And I realized that Allen Robinson, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, radio silence. Yeah. I, I checked it at the end of the third. I think he had three points. Three. Full points. And I was like, okay, I need six. I lose. Right. <laughs> Put my phone away. Went to bed. Woke up the next morning. Oh, yeah, you missed all the fun. That was a bonkers Monday night football game. I... I did not watch it because I was so fucking frustrated because I needed to win this game to stay in a happy place for playoffs. And I just don't want to know.
0: How do you go to sleep? I I sort of I, envy I you. I sort of envy you, but I'm also just like, you're nuts. How do you go to sleep when that's the case? Because I need
1: homeostasis in my life. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's all um, about that
0: Zen balance and fantasy mm, football.
1: Yeah. Mm. This Just One Thing is dedicated to Alan Robinson. <laughs> You've done nothing this year, but in week nine, you saved me. So thank you, and uh, I look forward to sitting you this week. Just, Seriously.
0: Justice for Alan Robinson post-bi-week.
1: Yes, we need to get him off of the Bears and somewhere else. But with that being said, um, we have a lot to get into for week 10 Stardom situm. so let's go ahead and get right into it. week 10 is here and you know what it is before we even get into it um you know who our sponsor is for our stardom sedum segment for draft queens and that is champions round champions round is the micro fantasy sports app uh every four to six weeks you can draft a new team bet on them and maybe even win some money uh, not to mention that we're uh, we're doing a boost ball this week. So download the app and make sure you have it. We'll do some promotion on our social channels at the Draft Queens on Instagram. So check there um, for a chance to win some free stuff. But with that being said, download the app for Champions Round on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And when you get in there, use the code DQ, as in Draft Queens, DQ, because you'll get 22 bucks to bet on wherever you want. And uh, that's twenty-two, like the king, Derek Henry. Uh, may he be back for week sixteen. We shall see. We miss you. Um, with that in mind, let's get into starting them. We love to start them. Um, I I would like to kick off this section by recognizing someone who is actually really on the upswing for me and my team, and has been the perfect flex. Um, And I'm really enjoying starting him. So I've been starting Melvin Gordon in my flex every week, pretty much consistently and uh, pleasantly for fantasy purposes. I'm really enjoying starting people on the Broncos. Who would have thunk it? So Melvin Gordon is in my flex this week. Michelle, he is my running back to start. How about you?
0: I, I love it. I think Melvin Gordon and Javonta Williams are uh, are great for potential flex plays this week. Um, the Broncos run game is one that we don't really talk about very much, um, but it's solid. And Teddy Bridgewater is getting better, you know, week over week, which means, you know, there's sort of a double, a double threat in the air and on the ground. I think they shocked everyone by beating um Dallas last week I thought that it would be a good game I thought Dallas would win but I did think that the Broncos the Broncos would be competitive and uh wouldn't you know it they uh they pulled it out and they looked they like they looked great like I said on the ground and and in the air uh I think that team is really coming together and I I like Melvin Gordon and uh Javante Williams this week
1: I do too I'm on the same page um, who else should we be looking at? So,
0: another good flex play, especially in PPR this week, uh, could be JD McKissick. Um, the uh, Washington's coming off by. They're playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's obviously got an explosive offense and they've got an incredible run defense. So, you're probably asking, oh, Michelle, why do you think JD McKissick should play? Because he's a running back. Well, he's more of their pass catching back. And so, if And spoiler alert, we're going to tell you someone else to put on your bench later. Um, If Antonio Gibson's going to get shut down in that game, uh, there could be some really good looks for J.D. McKissick in the air. I really like him as a flex play, especially in PPR. If you don't play in a PPR league, I don't think J.D. McKissick is nearly as good of a play because of the run offense, uh, because of the run defense they're going up against. But if you're in PPR, could be a really awesome flex play for you this week. Mm-hmm. he's my flex I like it he's my flex this week I picked him up a couple of weeks ago I like how I like his style of play I like that he catches the ball we are in a half PPR um I prefer if it was full PPR but still half PPR nonetheless and I think he's going to get some additional looks in the air um mm. against Tampa Bay this week so I'm liking him
1: okay I like that now there's a third name on on this list that we had written down and that's Dearness Johnson yes Uh, this was I think around week seven or so is the last time we mentioned mentioned this stream and so uh, I I think that with Baker kind of a little bit under the weather as he seems to be more often than not Putting the ball on the ground is going to be good for the Browns this week. So if you held on to him, I think more power to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, the ground game is the game for, you know, Cleveland. They looked definitely better last week now that um, Odell Beckham is gone and taking his Black rain cloud away with him um, to Las Vegas. <laughs> sorry, Rams to Las Vegas. Oh, it seems. was it Vegas? Oh, sorry, no. To the Rams it seems. I'm sorry to the Rams. Oh, 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 so oh. So he's oh, ta- yes. he's taking his black cloud over there. It seems. Um, <laughs> geez, total side note. Like holy shit, the Rams like endless pockets, endless pockets trying mm. to get that Super Bowl this year. Um, but. The Cleveland Browns ground game has always been strong. Obviously, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb going out, Dearness Johnson stepped up in a huge way in Week 7, as you mentioned. He found the end zone again in Week 8. Last week, not so great against Cincinnati, even though it was a blowout, but that was because Nick Chubb was back. As we mentioned at the top of this episode, we don't know if Nick Chubb is playing. He might be. He might not be. If he's not, Dearness Johnson's the only one getting the ball. So, mm-hmm. he's a great play if you held on to him. I think a lot of people dropped him after Nick Chubb came back., um, but remains to be seen. Will Nick Chubb play or will he not play? Um, and they've got a uh, they've got a little bit of a tough matchup this week against New England D. So um, he could be an interesting play this week. Keep an eye on that story developing for Cleveland.
1: I love that. Um, Let's talk a little bit about quarterbacks now that we're... I mean, this this week is is interesting for quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, There's been quite a lot of movement. By the time you're hearing this, you're probably already aware that Cam Newton has been signed again to the Panthers. You're probably already aware that there's been uh, some folks who have come back after being out, and you know the first person to come back after being out as soon as possible is the cook himself, Russell Wilson. Amen. Uh, he's back this week from his uh, really weird-looking middle finger that was like kind of bent sideways. So A- I'm glad. Uh, amen. He's been cleared by the doctor earlier than they thought.
0: I think we mentioned this when the initial injury happened that the same doctor that did Drew Brees's hand surgery also did this surgery for Russell Wilson. We know that Drew Brees came back from that injury, and so uh, mm-hmm. I am very excited uh, to see Russell Wilson become come coming back this week and taking on. Aaron Covid Rogers.
1: <laughs> Aaron Covid Rogers. Yeah, baby. Also back. Also back also on the field. Back. There
0: you go. Going to be a I think it's going to be a shootout in that game. I am very excited yeah. for it. Um this game clearly wouldn't have been as exciting if uh Gino Smith was at the helm. So, welcome back, Russ.
1: Do your thing. We need you. Mhm. And there's also so Let's continue with the theme of this episode. Mismatches, as always, there's two big mismatches in terms of quarterbacks as well. Um, one I can speak to because I have him on my team and I have him stacked with Michael Pittman and now Ugh. with T.Y. Hilton likely coming back off of concussion protocol. I- I'm not sure what's the deal with him. He plays every other week. I can't keep I up. Can't keep but in up any either. case, <laughs> Carson Wentz. He apparently has an illness as of Thursday's practice, but we'll see if that sticks and if he plays. If he does, he is a big start against the Jags. He has a million targets to throw to. And he hasn't been holding back. I love Carson Wentz as a start this week. Love it.
0: Absolutely agree. Uh, another big mismatch. Um, and probably a guy that's actually not rostered in a lot of leagues. So if you happen to have a double quarterback league and you can play him as a super flex or, I don't know, maybe you just have another issue going on over there. But Ben Roethlisberger playing Detroit this week. Detroit hasn't won a game. Ben is mostly consistent let's say he's not gonna get you like 40 points but he'll get you double digits he'll probably throw 200 and some odd yards and a couple touchdowns uh but he's got a really really appealing matchup against Detroit this week um so look look for that like I said uh, he's only he's only 30 percent rostered in Yahoo League so he's yeah. av- he's available if you need him for this week and I do like that matchup
1: Mm hmm.
0: I love that. Could be cool. a sneaky super flex
1: play. Oh, is this going to be a well, we'll get to sneaky stashes. We're not going to do that yet. We'll come back to that. We'll come back <laughs> to that. What's up next here? You want to do wide receivers? Let's do it. OK, Um, actually, I was going to say someone who is not a wide receiver. Oh, basically, okay. I was going to talk about Dawson Knox.
0: Oh, you just want to go straight pass catchers, don't you? Yeah,
1: I was going to go pass catchers, like kind of lump it into tight ends. Um, I guess I can't do that. But <laughs> it's going to be a great week for Cole Beasley if he's playing. Again, all of these people. It's Week 10. You have to keep a fine eye on how people are doing in Week 10. It's yeah. rough on your body. Yep. These people are gladiators. So um, I'm looking out. I mean, I'm going to lump wide receivers and tight ends for – the Bills together this week since they're playing the Jets, but between Cole Beasley Dawson Knox coming off of his hand injury, he's back for week 10, um, pass catchers for Buffalo. Big start for me this week. Big yeah. Start.
0: Yeah. I like all of them. Um, if you watched the Buffalo game last week, uh, and you're a fan, you're probably still reeling and trying to figure out what the hell happened. Um, so I think this needs to be a big bounce back week for them. Um, and especially playing, you know, the jets uh they they need they need this one and they need to come out guns blazing so uh i think that they will i think they'll rise to that occasion they're not going to get embarrassed again in back-to-back weeks um therefore i like every and all pass catchers on the buffalo bills this week um we talked a little bit about russell wilson with russell wilson coming back on the field you know who goes way back up in value Tyler Lockett uh he has not performed well um since Russell Wilson has been gone really neither has DK Metcalf but DK Metcalf has definitely been getting more of the looks in Russell Wilson's absence uh Lockett and Wilson are an amazing stack I love that Russell's back Lockett's uh value goes back up through the roof and I think he's a
1: great play this week Hmm. agreed agreed I'm excited to have uh excited to have him back. But as usual, it's like it's either Lockett or DK Metcalf. We'll see where the cards fall. But I love it. He loves Lockett. That's his guy. Exactly.
0: So. Exactly.
1: Going to be looking at him.
0: More, pat- More pass
1: catchers. More
0: <laughs> pass catchers. All right. So you mentioned Dawson Knox. You kind of lumped him in with Buffalo receivers. I C- did. A couple other guys to note here. Um, pat Fryermuth. Probably haven't talked about him very much this season, but he honestly might be the number one pass catcher on the Steelers right now. I mean, Chase Claypool might be down with an injury. Obviously, they've got Deontay Johnson over there who is killer as well. But Pat Fryeruth just seems to be getting the end zone looks and catching the ball. Like we've we yeah. say it seems ridiculous, but When your quarterback looks for you in the end zone, if you're not able to bring it in, he's going to stop throwing it to you. And that is Mm. not the case with Pat Fryermuth. He caught two last week. And as we mentioned earlier, I really like that this matchup against Detroit. Um, He is definitely available in a handful of leagues and could be an awesome tight
1: end pickup um, with this uh, Detroit matchup coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, and just for what it's worth, I mean, the, the difficult part about tight ends right now is that I feel, I I probably feel more strapped for tight ends depend. I mean, really just given the landscape for who's available, at least on my waivers in both of my leagues, I feel like people are strapped for tight ends right now. Yeah. because they're the ones who are staying healthy while all of these other guys are going down but there's you know there's only one starting tight end there's not three wide receivers you know what i'm saying totally. so um it's hard to find someone to pick up which is why i've been stashing and i may start this week uh Tyler Conklin who is fairly well matched um against the Chargers their fifth best against tight ends and I'm excited to have him I mean he's not even my starting tight end I have Hawkinson so uh Conklin for me is also a start I am stoked about him and I started him last week it it did pay off with eight points
0: is it just because you went to dinner with him or is there more to this oh my god did I not <laughs> talk about that for my just one thing yeah I went to
1: dinner with Tyler Conklin last week <laughs> So that's why he's a start this week. I see. Wait a second. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I'm. I am i got it. Can we pause here? Keep going. Just tell tell it. Go right into tell a it. Tell story. Yeah. All right. I'm okay. We're I'm going to sit it. him anyway. We're allowing Thank you. it. Just two things. Oh my god! I'm such an idiot ass hat. Oh, why didn't I talk about this? That's what
0: I'm here for. That's why I'm your co-host. I will allow a, another just one thing midway through the episode because you forgot this.
1: Just consider this your ad break from the Draft Queens. Today's episode is sponsored by Just One Thing, Just One Thing, which comes every Friday at 8 AM Eastern Standard. Um, just another thing is that, oh my god, duh, I went to the Vikings-Baltimore game this weekend, and uh, or this past weekend, rather, um, and we were there with a friend who has a sibling on the Vikings, which was super cool. And we went down just to support because this was the only Vikings game on the East Coast for the entire year. And um, so it also happened to be a friend's birthday. We went out to dinner. I made all these plans. So we had (laughs) things leading up to Sunday, which was really like the cherry on top to be able to go to to see, unfortunately, the Vikings lost against the Ravens. But it was a lot of fun. It was a nail-biter in OT. Crazy game. The night before on Saturday was our big birthday dinner. And um, we were expecting to meet our friend who, you know, like uh, our friend who has a brother on the Vikings. And um, it just so happens that the entire (laughs) O-line and also the entire offense was at (laughs) this restaurant. And so we, they came over And I did not realize it was Tyler Conklin because they look very different than they do with helmets on and also their headshots on the Yahoo app. They all look different. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy, he must be an o lineman. Wow, that's so cool. Someone later informs me that's, that's Tyler Conklin. So you know what I did, Michelle? I picked him up and I started him. And I said, leave. This is fate. This is fate. Reality is informing my fantasy decisions. And that. Is the end of our ad break of Just One Thing with Kate <laughs> I for love this week. It.
0: I love it. I'm glad that came back in. And just on the other side of this ad break is now Week 10 Sit'em.
1: Kate? Week 10 Sit'em. <laughs> who are we sitting this week? Okay. Um, in the name of just saying this out loud, I am sitting a lot of people this week. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting for running backs, if we're starting there, um, I am sitting a number of potentials, but I'm, I'm sitting on them to see how week 11 goes. I'm sitting Adrian Peterson against new Orleans. I'm sitting Ty Johnson on the jets versus Buffalo. That's going to be a shit show. Um, I'm also sitting this guy named Eno Benjamin, who is the backup to James Connor while chase Edmonds is out. These are all sits for me, but there is strategy involved here. So just get strategic with your sits. They don't always have to be sits cause they're no good. Just think about, for example, I think that Ty Johnson is, he has some of the best, his last four games, he has between 11 and 17 points. That's really great. And the next three games he has is Miami, Houston, Philadelphia. So be strategic with your sits and sit on some of these guys who may be underrated. But for this week, he's a sit for me all of them. Agree. There's all a, of them. There's a
0: lot of sits this week. Um I've got Jordan Howard on my sit list. I think we talked a little bit about him and Boston Scott in in a couple of these recent episodes where they were trending up on these Philly running backs. I just don't think the workload is there in, in Philly for running backs. It's a, it's, a mm, semi, no. it's a semi-similar situation in like a KC or a Baltimore where you've got a, a quarterback that can move and moves well. Mm, and so, right. you know, it's really tough to count on these guys week over week because A, it's by committee, and B, Jalen Hurts runs better than half the running backs do. So I don't really like yeah. Jordan Howard, which means I also don't like Boston Scott or the other, other uh, Philly running backs this week. Um, and we mentioned, mentioned this a little bit earlier, but Washington goes against Tampa Bay this week. Tampa Bay's got a really strong run defense. I think Antonio busted, uh, Antonio
1: Gibson is a bust this week. <laughs> Antonio Buston. I'm like too I'm too excited. I like
0: can't get my words out fast enough.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of running back sits unfortunately, but a number of whom I think next week will be telling for how they perform this week
0: for sure. Um, looking at some of the quarterbacks, I know you mentioned this earlier. Um, Baker takes on new England defense this week. I think new, en- new England's pasty is good. They've been getting to the quarterback. Um, and I just, I think it's not a good matchup for Baker. So I'm not loving, I'm not loving that play this week.
1: Mm-mm. No, I'm not loving it either. And, uh, sadly enough, I think we should also talk about, and this has been a sit for a while, but just don't get, don't get fooled with Ryan Tannehill this week either. Uh, I know that it's a tough matchup against New Orleans just historically and also based on the non-existent offensive line. He's just getting absolutely obliterated I in the know, backfield. He can't move and it's just, it, it. it's not it. It's not the start. Yeah. It's not the start.
0: They've got some definitely uh, some tough cornerbacks over there. You know, they played uh Tampa Bay a few weeks ago and, and, you know, they didn't shut Tom down, but it wasn't a great fantasy performance. Let's put it that way. So I think that, yeah. you know, Tanny uh, could, fo- could, fo- could face uh, a bit of an issue against the new Orleans defense this coming week.
1: Now uh- I have a question for you for, for, for sits okay i've been toying with this all right um because i am fearful that starting dak prescott even against atlanta who has no defense i'm just scared that they're starting to slope downwards as the cowboys do no would you sit him
0: no no i i think that the cowboys were embarrassed last week at home i think their Mm -hmm. offense have been has been explosive Perhaps the bye week didn't do them well. You know, sometimes that's right. the case. Maybe it threw them off their game. Um, they're playing at home against Atlanta. I absolutely do not think that they are going to lose another game at home. Um, I don't think
1: they can. No. I don't, I don't think they can afford it. I don't
0: think they can. I don't think they will. I think they were embarrassed last week. I ha- I, ha- I, I wouldn't be sitting back this week. No, I think they're they're coming out guns blazing.
1: Okay. All right. I I I agree with that call. I just had to ask. Now, another one that's tough, and again, this is starting to turn into an Allen Robinson situation, but I'm on the fence for this if we're moving on to wide receivers. Sure. I'm on the fence about sitting DJ Moore. What do you think?
0: I think he's a bust this week. Um, They play Arizona. Arizona's D has been solid. Uh, Clearly there's a quarterback issue with Sam Darnold over there. Um, Cam Newton just signed to the Panthers, which spoiler alert means he's not playing on Sunday. Uh, Eventually when he starts playing again, I I think then, you know, DJ Moore's, uh, you know, uh, quality goes way back up, you know, when Cam settles in, but I don't even who is the starting quarterback this week for Carolina against Arizona. I don't,
1: that's the that is the age old question. That's yeah. why I'm I'm sitting and looking at like a wide receiver one and trying to figure out if it's a total bust and I think it is. I mean it he just not has not had quarterback support and he will continue not to have quarterback support in week 10. So if you're on the fence, I would say I would say sit.
0: Yeah, I think he's just a bit of a bust this week. Um, I'm trying to look right now. I probably should have known this, but like, who is starting? Because I know that Darnold. I don't know. Let's see. Has got some issues over there.
1: Darnold is not starting this week. That I know for sure. I don't know. He's the... missing.
0: F- he's four to six weeks. Uh, PJ Walker. Hmm. Great name. Sure. Great name. So he's it's a name. He's of the... a guy. He's the starter until Cam Newton settles in nicely to his one-year, ten-million-dollar contract. I do not think this is a good week for Carolina. Um, therefore, I think DJ Moore is a bust. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Let's follow the trend too um, of not getting cute. I'm also sitting Corey Davis. Uh, this yeah, is just following course, that same you are. trend. <laughs> of course,
0: of course you are. Yes, <laughs> I, there's like I could throw the ball for the Jets at this point.
1: Yeah, um, sitting Corey Davis for sure with absolutely no quarterback, you'll uh, you'll sense that trend. I uh, also against Buffalo. It's just it's not a good start. So yeah, that's uh, that's all for me at least. What do you think? Uh,
0: a couple other pass catchers that I don't love this week. Uh, I think Cortland Sutton's value is trending down now that Jerry Judy has come back. It's, uh, yeah, it's not to say that he's a bad that he's bad and he could potentially be a, a flex if you if you need him to be. But just beware that Jerry Judy is definitely starting to eclipse or not starting to is eclipsing. You know Cortland Sutton, uh, in terms of his target. So uh, depending who else you have on your roster, Cortland Sutton might be a sit this week. Um, also, super don-
1: boomer bust too. He's super, super yeah, boomer bust. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, uh, also, don't get cute, um, Jeff Swain on the tight end, I, like uh, for Tennessee. I've seen his name pop up. I have no idea why, no. but people don't get cute. No, that is a no. Everybody, just don't yeah. get so cute, Jeff Swain. No pass. Um other passes for me this week, again, I think he's also a little bit boom or bust. The Chargers um offense needs to re-solidify a little bit. They're not looking as good as I think they should. Um they play the Vikings this week. Uh the
1: Vikings do fairly well against tight ends,
0: therefore I don't love Jared mm-hmm. Cook this
1: week. I don't either. I was I was on the fence about picking him up potentially. And then I thought critically about it, Michelle. I thought critically. (laughs) I mean, the answer to picking up Jared Cook is don't. And don't start him. Don't pick him up. He's probably available, and that's why. Uh, I totally agree with that, and I had a similar train of thought. You know, the, so. the and the
0: Chargers really need to... They need to just hone back in on their offense. They've got all the pieces. I think they just need to hone in a little bit over there. And the AFC West is tight. I'm looking at it. They're 5-3. and three. The Raiders are 5-3. and three. Uh, The Chiefs are 5-4. and four. The Broncos are 5-4. and four. So they, they, yep. now's the time to, you know, sort of shape up over there um, in, uh, in Chargers land.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Other than that, though, I mean, most other tight ends, I I don't have any other people to spotlight here. I mean, should we, your segment is now coming up if we want to (laughs) take one more commercial break before we break for the show. But I think this is a really important week for your end of show segment, which is week 10 waiver pickups, a.k.a. Sneaky stashes. Yeah. I want to hear who you're stashing. I
0: mean, the sneaky stash that I have is is Cam Newton. I literally, when I was pr- prepping for the show today, I, I saw the news that he was signing. Um, I love that he's going back there. I think he's very happy that he's going back there. Um, And while I'm not obviously plugging and playing him in my lineup this week, in one of my leagues, I have a super flex quarterback set up, and I can play two quarterbacks. So you know what? I think once he gets settled back down there, he's going to be a great asset for that team. They have other pieces. McCaffrey's back. DJ Moore is great. He just needs someone like yes. a Cam there. So uh, a sneaky stash he, it, it, for me is is Cam Newton. These may Great be,
1: sneaky stash.
0: These may be not as obvious, uh, but you know Des- Deshaun Jackson did sign with the Raiders. Um they're a little weak in the wide receiver position. And, you mm-hmm. know, he, he is a long ball guy. He is a boomer bust guy, but he's also available. Could be a good sneaky stash to see how, you know, he settles in in Las Vegas. Um, and last but not least, I don't like this guy. I wouldn't pick him up. But as we mentioned, the Rams are on a signing spree because they want to win the Super Bowl in LA this year. And it sounds like, uh, you know, OBJ is going to land over there. Hopefully he brings a better attitude.
1: I hope that he does. (laughs) I am not hugely a fan. I'm really not. But I am very excited about all three of these sneaky stashes. I did stash Deshaun Jackson. I will tell you that. So he's sitting in my stashes. Um, And you heard about my other ones. I already talked about. Eno Benjamin, who I'm not sure who that is, but you know, if James Connor goes down, maybe he's a stash too. I stashed him too, but I love cam as a stash. I love OBJ. Um, per usual, you are our guru when it comes to stashing people What's, so for that. I thank you. Let's
0: hope so. My, uh, my stash last week was uh, looking at some of these Baltimore, uh, Ravens, uh, running backs who play tonight. So, uh, fingers crossed <laughs> there. We'll know. I'll know
1: after this, but. We'll see. You'll know by the time this airs. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, this week is a little tougher than most, uh, and we're heading into even more bye weeks in the next two to three weeks before we wrap up the season for playoffs. So now is the time to listen to Draft Queens. And if you want a regular fix of the show, you you don't just have to listen to our feet. You should but if you've made it this far, you know that at the end of the episodes, we plug our social channels. So follow us there, too. We're constantly posting start and sit content. Uh, you can find us at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. We're here to answer your questions. And um, and we will have real-time advice for you. So hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully all we all get our W's, Michelle. And uh, either way... One of us is going to be leading the other next week and we'll see if we can both hold it together and get the W's. We need them. We need them. Give me that W. Take down the number one and number two seat, baby. Happy week 10, everybody.